Oh, it's time for the movie talk on the morning show with Anthony. Oh, the guys. Movie talk. Forgot we have a voice to say that. With Anthony. Joker topping the box office. Not surprising there. $93 million. Estimates, we talked about this before heading into the weekend, were anywhere between $50 and $100 million. People had no idea where this movie was actually going to fall into place. Uh, the estimates as we got closer to the weekend and the Thursday night receipts started to come in, they started to, you know, make them a little bit more finite. But um, yeah, it set some uh, records for October and uh, no doubt about it. Monster, monster hit on their hands over there with uh, Warner Brothers and uh, Joker. Ninety three, actually ninety three and a half million dollars. Um. So big hit for Todd Phillips and uh, Joaquin Phoenix. And Robert De Niro is also in this one. Uh, let's see here. dollars. Uh, actually, they're saying now $94 million. It went up a whole million dollars since we started Movie Talk. That's amazing. That is amazing. Uh, Warner's number this morning, 93.5, predicting a $21 million Sunday. Given the numbers of this film, it's apt to go higher. Saturday did very well, $32 million. Final endgame for the Joker is around $265 million domestically. These are projections, um, which is far more than Venom, which came out a year ago, which tallied a $213 million box office. Worldwide, Joker squashes Venom's global opening record of $207 million with $234 million as overseas raked in $140 million. Pretty big one. Pretty big film here. Uh, biggest in uh, October. So good accomplishment. And nobody died in the theaters, which was like the biggest thing. You know, that was the, everybody's like, oh, there's going to be incidents, there's up, up security. I think it actually all helped their last minute marketing. I really, really do. Not that that was like the goal, Obviously, safety is paramount today, but um, yeah, all that whole what's going to happen. Who's it? And then there was an article that came out that people were walking out in the middle of the movie that came out early on Saturday. And I think that even helped propel the film because people were kind of like and I don't mean personally. I was kind of like, I kind of got to go see this this weekend because if people are walking out of this thing like it must be unbelievably good. It really must be unbelievably good. I think all the negative press on this film actually really helped shape this film to have a big weekend. And like I said, they're usually pretty good at the outset of these films at determining what the 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 uh, the end total is going to be. There was a fifty million dollar window here, which is the largest that I have ever seen. The largest I've ever seen. Um, speaking of superheroes, Martin Scorsese is now getting a lot of heat and flack because he said that Marvel movies are not cinema. He considers them to be more like theme parks and said, now I saw this on Friday and I kind of ignored it. Cause I was like, yeah, this is a non-story, but it has like, it has just ballooned up since then. He did the interview with empire. He was asked about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and while he said he doesn't personally like the movies, he refrained from wholly slamming them. Instead, Scorsese simply said he thinks comic book movies should be categorized as something other than traditional cinema. He suggested they're more like theme parks because they don't have the emotional, uh, psychological experiences reserved for real cinematic endeavors. 
Scorsese said, and I quote here, I don't see them. I tried, you know, but that's not cinema. Honestly, the closest I can think of them as well made as they are with actors doing the best they can under the circumstances is theme parks. It isn't the cinema of human beings trying to convey emotional, psychological experiences to another human being. He has gotten a lot of flack for this by a lot of big time directors that are a part of these films. I don't 100% agree or disagree with him. There are stories here. There are really good characters in the Marvel Universe. There are, you know, there is psychological experiences. There is emotional, uh, you know, tales to tell. Um, but I, I would say that it is, in this day and age, harder to do with Martin Scorsese does than what some of these Marvel movies set out to do. Because there's such a built-in audience for the Marvel Universe, it's easy to, you know, have people interested right from the get. And then you're basically, you know, feeding them a story on top of what they already know kind of makes things a little bit easier. It is certainly way harder to introduce characters, storyline, and a film, you know, outside of the typical superhero world where there is no expectations, where you're building literally from scratch, where you have no audience whatsoever. You know what I mean? Um, but I wouldn't say it's not cinema. And I would say that I feel like it's it's gained a lot more respect, you know, that I'm surprised that he even said this to begin with because, you know, it used to be, oh, that, that movie's all special effects. It used to be such a bad thing. But now the special effects are, I feel, well-respected, you know, and coming from the guy that just used a whole bunch of special effects to de-age his actors in The Irishman, you know, again, you would think that he would kind of respect the game a little bit more. I just don't think that because somebody rides around in a cape that you don't have a, a character or a story to tell. I think you do. I just think that it's easier to tell that story because the audience is built in and knows the background and so on and so forth. Which is why you can have a movie like The Joker come out and this be the seventh time we've seen this guy's origin story, but we kind of want to see how this guy does it. We want to see how this guy wrote it and how this guy directed it and how this guy played the part. You know what I mean? Like, that's what we want to see. There's another Joker thing, right? Birds of Prey coming out with this is that's Joker's girlfriend uh, with what's her name? Who's spectacular? Margot Robbie. She's coming out like again. It's it's another it's the same kind of story, right? Uh, Margot Robbie's character, the Joker's character are basically the same story. And she's going to be coming out with that. And that's going to be massive, too. You know, it's that's going to be just as big. So. Is it cheating that they have the built in audience? I mean, not really, but it is an advantage, but it doesn't make it not cinema. I do have to disagree with Martin Scorsese, which might be the first time I've ever said that in my whole entire life. We are heading into movie week here on the morning show with Anthony. Of course, we've had these uh, John Lennon and Yoko uh, Above Us Only Sky DVDs to give away, which I'm super excited about that. This documentary looks amazing. And we've been obsessing over the Bruce Springsteen documentary, uh, Western Stars. Well, it's not really a documentary. It's more of a concert film. 
And we have some tickets to give away for that as well. Stay tuned. Next hour, I'll give those away. That's part of the Hamptons International Film Festival. If you win those, you get, uh, you're get you all in the running for the big grand prize, which is, uh, you know, you get you into the parties and the cool screenings and all the cool stuff. You get the cool pass for the Hamptons International Film Festival if you get that. Huge prize. Lots of movies this week as we head into the Hamptons International Film Festival, which I'm really, really looking forward to. That's your movie talk. There it is right there in the nutshell. We got Bruce to look forward to. We got John and Yoko to look forward to. Movie talk. The Irishman, With Anthony. which is going to be screening at Hamptons International Film Festival, which is going to be big. Lots of stuff. More movie talk coming up.